Hi, Amanda. Oh, hey, Kristen. Welcome to Big Dreams Daily Joys, part two. This is section four. Oh, part four. Wow. We're reading pages 60 to 75 today. We've got five topics. Building in white space. You are in charge, not the computer. Nice. Being real about your social media use. Saying yes to the right things. And how to find your absolutely yes tasks. <laughs> yeah, some really good stuff. So I know you were really excited to talk about building in white space. White space, man. And duh, people say space all the time, but there's something about saying white space that appealed to me. I think I thought of like um, in design school when, or like paper, like the margins on the ass, she calls them margins. Like whenever the margins are too tight, everything is confusing and, and there's no space to breathe and process the page. And that's what I thought, I think. Like, I think like when your margins are set wide, you're able to focus in on the information that's on the page. So like I loved white space because I thought of paper and I thought of margins. And I loved how she said on page 62, first, um, second paragraph, first it's important to acknowledge that white space isn't always possible. There are seasons of work and life that are too full already. That's okay. That's normal. And that's where I'm at. Like January teacher land is that no white space, like tight margin. Like I feel like Leading up to Christmas break, everyone's like, oh, Christmas is coming. You're doing great. Teachers are fun. Happy New Year. And then you come back and they're like, shit, it's like six, six more months till the end of school. We got this, this, this. And they just bombard you with everything that they were like loose about before. And so the white space just gets less and less. And then I thought, so true, because then summer comes and the white space feels infinite. But she says one of her tips is, uh, what was it? Um, don't replace right away. And I've done that in the past. I've replaced, I've had all summer, so I'll do this and dance and that and that. And I try to fill it up. And then I look, that's what happened to me last summer. And I didn't feel free because I was, I was, you know, I felt like I was spilling it. So it was a lot of the white space for me and my seasons as a teacher was such, it was such an important section because I feel that I'm like, I have none now. That's why I feel so like tightly booked and then the summer I don't feel booked but then I fill it up so quickly and I love when she said nothing is something so I love yeah. that section that's a huge thing and I think the other things is that some people's nothings are other people's somethings yeah because like for some people sitting and watching TV or sitting and listening to music and they're sitting and reading a book, that's not doing anything. Or not necessarily that it's not doing anything, that it's, it's menial, unimportant, exactly. Yeah. That that's time that should be spent doing something else. That's fine. People are allowed to have those opinions, but they shouldn't be forced onto other people. Right. And, you know, you have to realize that, you know, if somebody's wanting to stay home and do something, or if somebody's wanting to go out and do something, our energies and our tasks, 
do better when they're matched up. So it's, it's really helpful to know, like, I don't even know how to say it really. Like, um, Carol Ann in the forums posted about last week's episode Mm -hmm. when you talked about, um, like not having bandwidth. Mm -hmm. And I think this kind of, you know, goes into you like, well, how do you, you know, how do you get more? How do you create more energy? How do you do this? And she was saying about how, you know, sometimes she just, you know, has a big chunk of time, but then she can't do anything because she just doesn't have the energy to do anything. Right. And I think like that's, that's exactly where Elise is talking about, you know, building in that white space so that, you know, you have that rest time. Mm-hmm. And like, this is something, this was something really, that was really hard for me to learn. Mm-hmm. And I had to do it in therapy with my therapist because I felt guilty and I felt like a bad person because my headaches would cause me to, you know, have a headache and then I would be in pain. And I didn't feel guilty about not doing things while I was in pain. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, I would be tired. And, you know, when you're in pain, then you don't feel well afterwards. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out of you. And then I wouldn't necessarily be able to do a lot afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, I could sit on the couch and watch TV. I could, you know, write. But I wouldn't necessarily be able to go out to the movies mm-hmm. or have friends over and play games. Right. You know, there's different, like, energy levels of tasks that we can do. Yeah. And there are only certain things that you can do in your, like, resting energies right and to know what those things are for yourself and to not feel guilty that you can't do your level five energy things like you can't do your marathon training if you're resting from just getting over the flu right so you know that's a huge you know example but shrink it down if you're just you know if you had a headache because you had a long day at work don't think that you're going to be able to come home from work and get more work done. Right. And so I think like another kind of phrase for white space is unprescribed time. Like that's love that. the white space. So that once that white space hits and you have it, you can choose <laughs> like at what energy level you are to then what task you want to execute, which I think is an important part of like, her saying, you know, you don't plan to have something to do every minute because you plan for like what you plan to have done, but the white space allows for what can I pick and choose to do now? So like the planning of like, what's my, what's going to make up my day, but also the plans of what do I get to do during the week? So then when that unprescribed time pops up, you can prescribe whichever energy level matches that there. Right. And you know, you always get to have your activities you know what we talked about in the in the earlier chapters of the things that you want to bring into your life and if you want to bring something into your life that's an energy level one maybe it's reading a book or watching a tv show and you have level one energy do that 
if it's, you know, level two energy like gardening or, you know, baking, awesome. If it's level three energy like going out with your friends or, you know, going out by yourself to a movie or to something cool, do that. You get to pick those cool spontaneous activities because you planned it. But you yeah. don't have to plan the cool spontaneous activity because you don't know what you're going to be up for. Right. Yeah. And, like, that's exciting. It's a way to build both, like, spontaneity and relaxation yeah. into your life. And you get yeah. to be, like, like, for us, people who don't necessarily like leaving the house, you can still do really cool, like, spont- you know, spontaneous things. Like, get a cookbook and, like, flip through the cookbook and be like, oh, I'm going to make this recipe tonight. And yeah. you know, there's there's so many like there's so many easy recipes that you can make with like a million things on hand. Like there's pantry recipe cookbooks, and you know there's that's when you can pull out. I mean, guys, we're crafty as females. How many projects do we have that are like how many how many how many projects on our are on our list of projects to complete? Yeah. So it's not like we don't have things on our list of things we want to bring into our lives. So. Right. I'm a person that can fill any space. Like I've always, I'm never out of things to do. <laughs> right. yeah. and there's a million things to watch on TV. There's a million books to read. There's a thousand audiobooks. There's tons of music. There's infinite amounts of entertainment if you want to be entertained that way. Right. Or we have a thousand crafty things, you know. And I think that like it's the that leads really well into the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in charge, not the computer. Mm-hmm. Because you get to decide these things. If you say, you know, after six o'clock, this is my free time, I'm doing free time stuff now, mm-hmm. then you don't wind up like aimlessly scrolling on Instagram. And deciding if what you want to prescribe to a white space is screen time and like what that screen what is it quality or just passing time kind of screen time so it's just more being more aware of it I think too right and I think like these two chapters I guess they're not really chapters to do two different sections sections go really well together uh you're in charge not the computer and being real about your social media use yeah like, if you want to go on Instagram, by all means, go on Instagram. But be real about what your goals are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have people that you love to catch up with on Instagram, then catch up with them on Instagram. I love chatting with people on Instagram. I love connecting with people on DMs and Instagram. But I hate when I am on Instagram and I'm like, oh, well, there went 45 minutes. Right. And so use things like the why do i always forget what it's called the screen thingy app oh my god yeah i never use it and check in but you talk about it all the time it's the one that tells you how long yes well it's not, it's not even just it it stops the app oh um so you tell it beforehand how long you want to spend right you tell it beforehand how much time you want to spend on specific apps I see. each day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it'll tell you 
you know, cause I have a half an hour on Instagram and sometimes that's not enough. Cause if I'm mm-hmm. like really engaged, like if I put a post on the awesome ladies one and the post on the, are you Kristen one? And then we had some really good conversations. That's not enough time. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, I spent 15 minutes scrolling because that's what I just happened to do and I didn't post anything good that day and I'm not going to, and my alert comes up, you know, you've spent 30 minutes on Instagram, your time is up. There's, you know, two options. Do you want one more minute? Well, there's three options. Do you want one more minute? Do you want 15 more minutes or okay? And then okay just like closes it out. It's like, okay, I'm not going to use Instagram again today. Mm-hmm. And if I need to go into Instagram, I can just press the button and be like, I need more Instagram time today. Right. There's no police that are going to be like, oh no, the yeah. Instagram monsters or something. <laughs> but I think it's like interesting how often we'll spend looking at a screen when it is not filling it, us up, but in fact draining it. Like, you know what I mean? It's interesting that we, like, I feel like more often than not, we'll still stay scrolling feel and it's depleting us but we still do it like we don't know yet to check in and say why am i doing it like it's not just well, screen time. Like, those are specifically it's all it's called and the, the app is called screen time oh cool like so that's why i have these specific triggers on my phone that are like do you still want to be doing this yeah which is why i appreciate the netflix like are yeah, you right. still watching jane the virgin yeah and it's like sometimes yes i am still watching jane the virgin i don't feel good today <laughs> and sometimes your netflix is like you've been sitting here a long ass time Do you right. want to and get it's like, oh no i'm actually over here and i have not been watching <laughs> right. that television at all right. and like thanks thank you for checking in and like that's what those things do for me on the phone it's not necessarily about, you know, I need these boundaries because I can't behave if I don't have these boundaries. Right. It's more about, well, now I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And if I set this up, then I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about, well, how much time have I spent on Instagram today? Mm-hmm. You know, how much time have I spent on social media today? It doesn't matter. The phone counts, you know, the phone takes care of it. Yeah. You know, there are problems that technology creates and then there are problems that technology can also solve, which is, you know, you're in charge, not the computer. Mm -hmm. So like, don't let the computer be the one that is controlling you because you can use the computer to control the computer. Yeah. And so like, you know, I get all of my news from Reddit. I, also have a 30 minute timer on it. If I have spent more than 30 minutes reading the news in a day, I don't need to be doing it. Yeah. Right. Right. And like th- those are like that, that's just ways for me to check in with myself. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if there's something happening or like I read the news a lot because I'll read the news with breakfast, I'll read the news with lunch. And then if something happened later on in the day and I want to check what's going on, then it's like, okay, fine. I'll check what's going on. I'm an adult. I can make these decisions. I am in charge, not the computer. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that happens a lot with us, 
especially when it comes to like the phone and social media is that we think that that we have to do things a certain way or we think that like just because you know this is how an app is set up or this is how the phone is set up or this is the you know specific or the um this is the you know default settings that you know that is how we should be doing it mm-hmm. and i don't agree with that i really feel that we should if we're going to be on our phones if we're going to be using technology we should make it work for us mm-hmm. as much as we possibly can yeah i agree it's so prevalent that it just has to be customized to what you need it to be. <laughs> it right. can't be, right. I never turn on notifications. I can't. No. I can't. And for most of my apps, I have to turn the little badges off too. Mm-hmm. Because if I leave it the red. Yeah, if, if I see that there's like, oh, there's something in there that's like, you have this many or that many, I, I need to fix that. Mm. That's like, no, I don't need that. Just go away. Don't tell me I need to open your app. Nice. Um, except text messages. I need to know if there are text messages always. Text messages are the most important thing in like the entire world. <laughs> <sighs> so that being said, how do we say yes to the right things? Like text messages. <laughs> and skirt around f- decision fatigue, I guess, a little bit was this section. I, I like... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's the most important, for me, that's the most important part of almost all of this Yeah, is figuring out how to make the least amount of decisions mm-hmm. because- Lessen the time. Right. Like it's exhausting. It's yeah. exhausting to have to figure out how to make good decisions all the time. Mm-hmm. The section she, the part where she talked about, you're going to ask your mother, the clerk, the this, and she listed all the people you would ask. Like I resonate, I resonated with that because especially with OCD, a lot of sometimes this, the people that are anxious and have anxiety disorder and overthink, the compulsion part is the reassurance. I need reassurance. I need to go through this with someone. I, I don't know the answer. I'm doubtful. You know, what, what if this, what if that? So you ask all these people as it's actually as a compulsion to like, I need the reassurance from everyone I know, because then that'll make me feel better about deciding. And the truth is it doesn't, it just creates more chaos. Right. It's like if you made like a mind map and then you had you in the middle and then you branched out to like everyone else and then you had all of their ideas and then you had all of their ideas on the little branches. And like in, in actuality, you'd probably just be better off with your own mind map and your own ideas. And most of the time when I felt that compulsion to need the reassurance, it was because I already knew the decision that the decision wasn't going to please someone. And then I needed the reassurance that even though I wasn't going to please someone, it was the right decision, right decision. Right. So it's so funny how like, I already knew what I wanted to do, <laughs> but I was trying to ease the anxiety of doing it because it was going to spike a different right. strain of anxiety. Yeah. And it's true. I think that's one of those things of 
one of the best things that you can do is create like clear boundaries with yourself mm-hmm. so that you can create clear boundaries with other people. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you get to create clear boundaries with yourself is with like planning and organization and being honest with, you know, yourself about a lot of this stuff. That's so true. And I think the the actual paper planning, I guess you don't have to paper plan, but like the, the writing it down and the whole first part of her book, like is you basically mapping out what your decision would be based on, you know, what you need to get done and your values and what you want to fit in and the white space you want to create, like everything else she's saying is meant to gear you toward this place where like, what is my absolutely yes that I'm going to fill my planner with and, you know, the time. Right. And, and I love that she's really pushing here that you are going to have mistakes. You're going to learn from your past mistakes. You are going to make mistakes and embrace that, like embrace that some of the stuff in your planner one isn't going to get it's not going to get done Mm -hmm. two you know it is going to get done and then you are going to realize afterwards that it didn't need to get done Mm -hmm. or you didn't do it right or should have been done completely in a you know inverse of the way you did it Mm -hmm. but then you know for next time right and like this is going to happen over and over and over again right And then you'll learn, you know, what is your absolutely yes tasks? Like I know every year I am absolutely going to grow tomatoes. It is, it is so hard. It is so much work and yet I'm still going to do it because that's how I want to spend my time. Yeah. You know what I loved in the book? She 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 did it with the absolutely yes she just like you said she i love when she makes it personal and goes listen i've said absolutely yes to things that halfway through i'm like i probably should have said no like i love i'm like elise has done that because you don't see that in any of her output in her output she's like i said yes to this i executed this i made this goal i made that but in reality, she's thinking, damn, I shouldn't have said yes to this because I don't want to meet this goal, but now I have to see it through. Like, it's good to hear her say that because if she's doing that, then and you, like we don't process that that's happening with her. We think she's the expert. That doesn't happen to her. It only happens to me. And that's where we trip on it. Like, it's, she's done it and everybody does it. And then she also said, I don't know if it's, it's not in this section, I don't think, but she talked about how she applied for making it. Yeah, oh, it is in this. It's, it's on page 68. I, I love that. She goes, I applied. I sent 45 pictures to them. And then I bombed the, the Skype. And I was like, at least Joy bombed something? I was like, nice. Like, and, but like, she would never post it on her Instagram feed or it's not headline news, but it happened. Like, I love that we know that it happens because then we can understand how, well, she wrote this book. So things still get done and big things still happen. Well, and like, that's why I love Lisa Congan's episode with us. Yeah. Like Lisa, like author of like eight books who was like, I thought my business was going to fail after, you know, still in like two years into her business, which was just so everything. And this is just awesome. So, like, this is, like, really the meat of this book. So, next week, we are going to finish chapter two, finish part two, 
pages 76 through 83. Cool. I'm very excited. I, I love, I'm, I'm just loving these conversations. These are awesome. So come join us in the classroom, chat with us, really awesome stuff that we are talking about. And I'm just loving these conversations. So good. All right, guys. Great book. We'll be back next week with the last part of part two. Bye, guys.